the 19th Hole Podcast presented by Golf Talk Live and brought to you by Perfect Practice Putting Mat, Yips, and Survivor Golf Tee. Let the word go out from here across the land that Daddy Noonan uh, approves of the 19th Hole Podcast. All right, all right. Welcome to 2022. Can that be right? It doesn't seem like it. That's crazy. That's absolutely insane. It's unbelievable. Uh, I'm just I'm just good to be back with you, Alan, in the 19th hole. Beverage next to us, like 19th hole brought to you by Golf Talk Live, our podcast version. Alan DePew, Christian Azamus, Andrew Still, AWOL, Tony Leodora, traveling golfer. But that's okay because Maybe next week. I don't let the cat out of the bag yet. Maybe next week we might have a little big announcement coming up. I'm hoping it's going to definitely be in the next week or so. And uh, it's going to be some good stuff, Christian. I know you're aware of it, but uh, yeah. we take uh, take the show in a whole nother direction. Um, and I, I've already said too much. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, Alan, I love you, but I think you got to keep your mouth shut. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't I'm, want to give I'm, away the listening audience here. So. Dude, I'm, I'm jacked. I'm kind of I'm kind of pumped up about it. But let me, hey, let's let's throw this out there. Obviously, it was the holidays. We all took our time off. We we had our show back at, at Christmas time. I haven't even talked to you, but I didn't even put that on the on the show notes. And then we were going to limp into the we were going to limp through the holidays, take a, take a little bit of time off, and then I'll admit it, I'm not proud. I I am a victim of the COVID, <laughs> the COVID. And, um, yeah, it kicked my butt. I'm not going to lie. I, I was down for the count for a little bit, and I apologize, folks, for not having to show out. But, well, I couldn't take my head off a pillow. So, Totally reasonable. We, we are, we're just happy that uh, you're, you're healthy again. You're back to normal. That's the most important thing. Yeah. So, I, you know what? I'm going to make one statement. Okay. Here's the thing. And, and I, I really wish we could all uh, around the world get past the whole political bullshit of all this thing, because, you know, the reality is it is real. Um, I don't care what side of the landscape you want to take on it. It, it, it exists. Uh, I wish the disinformation on all sides, the politicalization of it, I wish it would all just end. I'm just tired of the shit. How about you? Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, you know, um, you know, I, that's just unfortunately the, the world we live in today, you know. Yeah, and by the way, this is this this podcast will not be like Joe Rogan's, and we will not have fifty million followers following <laughs> our conversation about COVID. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've seen COVID affect people differently. Um, I've unfortunately known people that have passed away from COVID. I've unfortunately, yep. yep. I've also known people, um, you know, like yourself who've gotten over it in a couple of weeks. You know, so it's just crazy how it affects everybody differently. I, I just hope that everybody stays safe and healthy, and that's all you can ask for. You know. Yeah, for my, and, and, I, and I'll, and I'll, I'll move on because we'll get back to golf because golf's important. And that's what we do. But for me personally, it was just the raging headache was insane, and I just I couldn't I couldn't get past that. And I still love I'm, I'm still just tired. You know, I, that's, I guess I guess the biggest thing is just I. I go to bed and, and I still wake up just tired. So, uh, yeah, I but, believe that, you know. Yep. Yep. So, uh, hey, on tap today, my friend, is uh, tournament, uh, tournament of Champions, Sony, the Hawaiians, the Hawaiian swing. Um, some sad news to report. We got to talk about that also. Some uh, uh, a new honorary uh, starter. And uh, we're going to, obviously, we're going to t- check in with the PGA show, but. You know, since the clock has turned to 2022, 
we're going to talk major championships because it's our opportunity to let, to log our um, our predictions for who gets it done this year. But uh, let's start out in oh, oh, uh, Aloha. Let's start out in the uh, out at Kapalua. I mean, what, what a phenomenal, I mean, it's always a great event. You know what I mean? Just like it's always my favorite time of the year to kick off with this golf because like, you know, up, up here in the Northeast, you know, I mean, hell we got, you know, almost a foot of snow on the ground, you know? So it's like seeing that it gets, it gets you kind of pumped up for the season because it's kind of right around the corner. If you think about it, I'll be here in a few months. Right. Um, You know, but I mean, just a hell of a tournament, honestly, record broken tournament. Seriously. I mean, record broken twice. Yeah. Twice. I mean, (laughs) I know. Technically, I think record broken three times. Ernie Els had it at minus, what minus thirty one before that. Yeah, there was three guys ahead of him: Rom Jones and uh, Cam Smith. I mean, it was yeah. unbelievable. I don't know what else, you know, especially given the fact of Rom and and Matt Jones. I don't know what else they could have done. I mean, they got to think to themselves: like, I probably played the best round of golf for out of a four day stretch that I ever have in my entire career. Yeah. If you think about it, I, I Matt mean, Jones up sixty two and sixty one in the same in a, in a four day stretch. That that's difficult and a, and a normal dude. Six, uh, sixty seven point seven scoring yeah. average. It's unbelievable. That's uh, that's just an amazing four days of golf, and it was just, it, it was truly incredible to that's watch. The, that's the field scoring average sixty seven point seven. I mean, that's, that's, that's like the whole conversation, you know, about fast forward to Augusta national, you know, is what's Augusta national is it par 72 is it now par 68. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's unbelievable. It's how, it's how crazy the, uh, the game's changing right now. You know, we've, we've said it for over a year now, Alan, it's like the game right now is in a phenomenal spot. You really don't know who's going to win. You, you know, there's not a clear cut favorite every week, like back in the early two thousands with tiger, you know, through a stretch there, you had John Rahm at the end of last year, but now, you maybe could put Rom still in that category. You could definitely put Colin Morikawa in that category now. But like, I don't think there's a clear cut favorite right now. Honestly, how about, how about, how about Jason Kokrak? Okay, 30, 38 golfers. They all they they all broke par. Kokrak shoots five under, dead last, <laughs> number thirty eight. <laughs> wow, that's unbelievable. <laughs> five under and just basically, I mean, got left. He he was done after like nine. Yeah, he got lapped. I mean, I mean, you know, again, twice. it go it goes to show you too that like you know, golf golf's a crazy game. Golf will forever be a crazy game. I mean, it doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter how young you are. You know what I mean? I mean, look at the tournament today. You have Jim Furyk in the lead at minus eight. You know, right, who right. would have thought Jim Furyk of all people would be leading in that tournament? You know what we'll, I mean? But who we'll knows? jump we'll jump to Sony in just one second. But you're getting ahead of me on because I got one last point. Is Cam is Cam Smith now? Is he a superstar or on the cusp of being a superstar, or is it just a one-off performance? I would say he's on the cusp of it. And the reason why is that I haven't seen enough tournaments from him personally. Consistency uh, for him, I think, is a big thing, right? right. Um, as of late, he's been playing well. I'd say dating back to the last six months, he's been playing pretty well. But I, I got to see more consistency from him. Yeah, we've seen him up in the majors here and there a few times. Um, you know, he, he just played a phenomenal, um, event, but we have to see more from him, I think, moving forward to actually get him in that superstar category. And I think he would even agree with that too. You know, I mean, he, he alluded to after his, in his press conference, um, after the round was over that, you know, he, he took a lot of time off. He worked a lot in his game and I mean, it showed so. And, and, and Matt Jones resurgence from him. I, I mean, expect I, it, you expect it from John Rom. I mean, but yeah. 
I, I would hope so. I, I like Matt Jones. I mean, he's not, he's not a, um, you know, he's not a guy, a disappearing guy out of the top of leaderboard. You know what I mean? Like he, he's up there every, every now and then again, he's kind of in the same category as Cam Smith, where I think that they're just a couple levels under a superstar category personally. Yeah. I, I, I see, I, I put Jones middle of the pack and Cam, I mean, Cam, you're right. I think, I think that's a pretty good analogy. I think Cam's Cam's knocking on the door. I mean, yeah. when he gets when he gets, especially when he gets rolling the rock, when he gets rolling the rock, it's he's he's solid. He's rock oh, solid. I, I think that if they, two, I, I'm just personally jealous of the haircut. I mean, I just, <laughs> I mean, not gonna well, lie. I think if these two can really play well and actually like, you know, keep this up throughout all 2022. I, I mean, down the road, Ryder Cup, President's Cup, possibly for them. You know, right. I know that they're probably ticked off about not playing in something like that because they want to. Every golfer yeah. does. Yeah, you know, I could see it happening down the road if they play. Well, I, definitely, I, did, I definitely think they're. I mean, Cam especially. I I think he'll be the backbone of the international team for the President's Cup for many years to come. I, I hope so. I do like yeah. I do like watching him play. Yep, yeah. without question. So you mentioned Sony. Let's talk about that briefly. Furick, uh, folks, we're recording this Thursday. Uh, you may be, we may have this out, uh, dropped out Thursday night, more likely Saturday, Friday morning. But Furick is throwing, uh, throwing a little eight under up there. Wiley is obviously, by their definition, and this one just continues to astound me. It's only seventy-two hundred yards, Christian. That's it. That's 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 nothing for these guys. It's only seven. It's a short yards. course that they're going to go twenty some under par and and, and do it. yeah. So I mean, for 20, I think I think twenty two to twenty six is always one out there usually. I mean, um, look, for somebody like Furyk again, like I don't mean to you know throw Furyk under the bus here, but somebody who's older, you know, who plays in the Champions Tour regularly. Um, he's not that old. But older <laughs> compared to Cam Smith, older compared to other of these young guys on tour that can hit the ball 340 yards. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it goes to show you again, it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how, you know, where you rank in the world. It, as long as you put the ball in the hole that given week, any special week, you know, gets you an exemption on tour for the next five years or so. So it's unbelievable. So you, you actually, uh, you threw a little action up there out on the sports, sports lines. Yeah, sports betting world. Yeah, it's uh, finally legalized here in New York. Um, Andrew and myself, um, I'd probably say Andrew has more of a slight addiction than myself, but, you know, he'll probably disagree with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I threw I threw a couple couple bucks down on uh, Russell Henley to be leading after the first day. I'm going to need a 900 par run from him, though. Probably not likely. That's why his odds were so high. So <laughs> Nice payoff. Uh, it would be in a very nice payoff. They'll have rent paid off for the next like three months. We'll put it that way. But again, you, you know, it, uh, probably isn't going to happen. Um, but you never know in the sports betting world. There was a, there was a, uh, two kids that just put 50 cents down on a, it was five players to score the first basket in each game. And it was five different players, five different teams, five different times. And they paid out $130,000. Get the hell five, out of here. Off a five cent bet. Folks, we're not advocating gambling, and if you have a gambling problem, one eight hundred gambling. But uh, I mean, yep. damn, it was all over. It was all over social media this morning. I couldn't believe it. It's been. It was one of the most wild, wild books I've ever seen personally. I mean, it was crazy. So, I'll, I'll tell you what, though. Let me. I know. You, I know that's a, a single bet for uh, the opening round. Who do you got in the, on the on winning it this week? I, I, um, I put some money down on Corey Connors. I like Corey Connors this week. Personally, I think it was a solid pick. I picked Abraham answer to come in the top 10. 
Right. Um, you know, so again, I, I, uh, it really could go either way. You know what I mean? I think Corey Connors, I, I think he was great last year. I think he was really knocking on the door. I mean, Abraham answer, in my opinion, he has one of the most solid games, if not the most solid game on the PGA tour. He just yeah, without, in the hole. You know, without I, question. But know, I'm, I, yeah. I'm going with, I'm going with a similar guy, not the ball striker though, but I'm, I'm actually going with the, because Corey's actually long. I mean, he, yeah. he can he can he can still put it out there. He's not you know, Bryson or Brooks long, but he, he's long enough, and he's he may be other than Morikawa the best ball striker on tour yep. with his irons. But I'm actually going with a, another guy this week, Mister Consistency, guy that can roll the rock, guy that feels comfortable in Hawaii, Kevin Na. That's a solid pick. Again, I mean, he he was up there a lot for people this week. Um, you know, I could definitely see him doing well. I mean, he he loves Hawaii. He loves playing in Hawaii. He loves this tournament. Again, well, I mean, off, he went off at thirty to one, man. I mean, I, so. I, I know. I mean, hey, when he starts hitting the putt, he should just walk after it because I guess when every time he does that, it goes in the hole. <laughs> Without question. So um, anyway, so should should be some good TV. I I like the fact that you know I'm going to be able to leave the golf course, get home. Uh, probably warm up a TV dinner because the other half she'll be working this weekend and uh, I can watch golf and, uh, you know, catch, catch most of the telecast. Some sad news. We got to talk about some sad news though. Um, you know, I personally never had the opportunity to meet, meet uh, Tim Rosenfort, but the outpouring, I mean, we all grew up watching him um, or he, I mean, he was basically a few years older than me. Um, you grew up watching him on golf channel contributor in tour insider the outpouring from all the tour professionals uh golf golf world lost a legend this week yeah um like legend indeed um tim rosenford i mean he was uh there's no i mean he was just like i don't know how you describe him backbone of the golf channel you know what i mean yeah. the guy lived breathed and died <laughs> for golf channel you know what i mean and uh it was just it's so unfortunate what happened um i i know he'll be you know, deeply missed. And, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised here if the PGA tour did type of like a mem like memorial for him, um, maybe at like the masters or maybe at a different, like a big tournament or something like that. I mean, like the Honda classic, he loved the Honda classic, for example. Um, but yeah, it's, we lost a good one, a great one actually. And, um, he will be deeply missed. So I, I happened to, uh, I saw this one on Twitter today. Um, and, and actually it's a guy who's, obviously widely recognized, but not a, a major star today. But this one struck with me. Um, Peter Jacobson, obviously tour legend, you know, reflecting on Tim Rosensport, he made a difficult job look easy, and he always did it with passion and enthusiasm. Players trusted Tim, a huge loss. And and, and that's that's it in a nutshell. I mean, you got you had a guy, and that's why he was able to get the inside story the players trusted and they knew that he was going to report it in a, in an eloquent manner. And uh, I, for one, you know, I, I, the, the world, it's a sad place. Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody always says life's the toughest battle, you know what I mean? And unfortunately we, uh, you know, like I just alluded to, we lost a great one. You know, I don't know if you can ever replace a Tim Rosenfort because he was so good at what he did. Um, and everybody on tour, regardless if you're, you know, somebody who's Joel Damon, for example, not as high caliber as like a Tiger Woods, doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like every single person loved him. Every single person never spoke anything bad about him. Um, 
it's just it was it was definitely you know a a, a shot to the gut when we saw that. Yeah, so. and, and you know what? And then and the, the next on our little list of uh, for the the show notes here is actually due to a passing of a another great one, um, Lee Elder's passing at uh, um, a few months back opened up. Uh, what do you do at, at Augusta? You know, and I and I still think it'll be interesting to see how they handle because he never truly was able to hit a golf shot. Yeah. Um, but the, but Augusta National naming Tom Watson honorary starter um, seems kind of appropriate. Tom, Gary, Jack, you know, hard to think that all those legends, you know, are are now honorary starters at Augusta. But uh, worthy, do you think? Yeah, I definitely think Tom's worthy. Um, you know, again, it goes, unfortunately, we lost Lee Elder as well. I do hope and I and I do wish that, um, you know, Augusta does something for him as well, like a memorial or they name something after him um, in the clubhouse or something like that. I do think that would be mean a lot to um, to him and his family. So I, um, I hope that they can do that. But yeah, I think Tom Watson's a perfect fit personally. Um, you know, I think it's great, you know, but... Um, you know, Masters, I'm telling you, it's right around the corner, 57 days and counting. It absolutely is, and we're going to get your pick in one second. But my next uh, my next thing to mention is I'm going to, I'm going to be taking it on the road. I'm taking it on the road in about a week. I'm, I'm jacked up, our good friend, Mike Armel. I'm heading on down to Orlando for the PGA show. Going to okay. check out some of the new products, and I'm going to bring the sticks, Christian. Yes, sir. I love that. Sure. And I will be teeing it up at Lake Nona. Ooh. Only three days after the LPGA event concludes at Lake Nona. And if anybody followed our social media last year, our 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 boy, our boy was boots on the ground filming, filming right out of his back window, basically. Um, wow. you know, Mike Lydia Co. Can't wait. Hopefully I can sneak over there on Sunday, catch the final round. But uh yeah, Florida, get ready because I'm coming down there. Oh, I'm jealous. I wish, honestly, that's a dream of mine to go to the PG. Oh, by the way, what's the temperature up in Syracuse right now? <laughs> um, 35, I think, but oh, it's going to be a high of, I think, seven degrees or five degrees here Saturday with a low of negative 10. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I think we got a high of 22 coming in. But uh, so let's think uh, greener, warmer areas and let's start this. The, the whole premise of this show, we are in 2022, is it's majors. We got to oh, talk yeah. about the majors. You mentioned it already, Augusta National. I, I'm, I'm here. I'll show you my piece of paper. I got notes galore, my friend. I have pulled shit from the furthest, deepest recesses of the internet. Uh, just Google it, as they say. And uh, I've got some good statistics to throw at you for justification. Who do you got, Augusta National? Who's who's put on the jacket? Oh man, this is so tough because you really could go any, any which way direction on that. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I would probably have to put a, it's going to, it's not going to be a new name. It's going to be a guy who knows the course. It's going to be a guy who just feels comfortable in a swing. I, I I'm going to really have a hard time betting against Brooks Kepka. I'm going to put Brooksy on there. I have to Brooksy just looks solid. Brooksy's determined. Brooksy's pissed off. First off, Brooksy is not, he, he's not very happy with how he's been playing um, as of late. And right. I definitely think that um, there is a chip on his shoulder for sure moving forward. I think that's a, I think that's a rock solid. I'm going to keep going back to the well um, simply because I, I'm, I'm banking on him finally 
finally getting it done is is Rory. I, I hope so. I really hope so. I, I mean, Brooks was actually my first guy, but I'm going to go. I, I can't. I can't match it up with you. Uh, align ourselves on our on our picks. So I'm going to. I'm going to go with Rory. Um, Andrew would probably say Colin Morikawa. Probably. Yeah, or JT. Or JT. Yeah. And you know, so we're, we're going to make Andrew's pick for him. It's either <laughs> Colin Morikawa or JT. Uh, next up would be then the PGA Championship. Uh, this is the. Uh, Trump, uh, Trump reschedule relocation. Um, it's out of Southern Hills, and I got some good stats here for you. Southern Hills has had four majors dating back to Stockton in 1970, Ray Floyd in in, in 82, Nick Price in 94, um, and Tiger in 07. Southern Hills, great track, big golf course. Um, I'm going to go first, and I'm going to actually steal the, the name you just threw. It, it's it's going to be Kepka. Uh, I yeah, I mean it's so hard to bet against him. You know what I mean? Because like he's so solid in the majors. Um, I don't know. I know it's a Bombers golf course. I, I I do, but I don't know. I think this is going to be a first time winner. I'm going to go on an odd, I'm going to go on an odd note here, and I'm going to say Xander Shoffley. Get out of here! Swear to God. So here we go. We're we're halfway through, and yeah. neither one of us has mentioned the world number one at either John location. Rahm. Either location. Okay, I love John Rahm, right? And I think John, I think Rahm's. I best actually think John. I think John Rahm has a better chance of winning at Southern Hills than he does at Augusta. I think Rahm has a better chance of winning at the Open this year, or no, not a chance, no chance. I think he has a better chance of winning at the at the Open, not the U.S. Open, the Open Championship. Oh, the Open Open. The Open Championship. Yeah, oh, yeah. I got I got stats for that. I got stats for that also. Yeah, no, I think he has a better chance of winning the Open Championship this year as opposed to the PGA. And I also think you could put the Masters in front of that as well. That's just my take. You think John Rom can get it done in Augusta? If he plays to what John Rom is capable of doing, I think John Rom can get it done. If John Rom gets hot like he did last year, okay, I don't see anybody in the field beating him. Okay. All right, I, I I I'm gonna I'm gonna say Brooks. I obviously said that. I do think John Rahm is my is my second guy out at uh, out in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Um, let's head up to New England. Okay, we're gonna head up to the Country Club. The Country Club is gonna be interesting this year. Okay, and I, I wish I could reach it, but it's way over on my bookshelf over there. When I was up at the New England Golf Course Owners, I I got actually I won a raffle two, be- actually four, but uh, some beautiful. Brookline uh, U.S. Open wine glasses. Oh, nice. And the interesting thing this year at, at Brookline is they're reconfiguring. They're stealing some holes off the one course to use for the other course. Obviously, it's Brookline. It's Francis We Met. It's uh, Curtis Strange in 1988. It's the Ryder Cup, the famous comeback at the Ryder Cup in 99. But it's also... An interesting name. And now, not that I'm saying he's going to win this, but did you know that Matthew Fitzpatrick won the 2013 U.S. Open there? I did not know that. Now, I don't know if he'll, I, I'm, assume, I'm assuming Fitzpatrick will be in the field. Does he get it done again up there? Does he have that special feeling? I went first last time. I'm going to throw it over to you, my friend. 
who wins at the country club? Oh, this one. This one's tough because such a phenomenal golf course, so much history at this place. I I'm really going to have to go with somebody who has a phenomenal short game because I really? think that's, what's going to, I think ultimately it's a U.S. open. I mean, you can blast the ball down there all you want, but it's, it's a matter of how you put the ball in the hole. I'm going to go first time winner. I'm going to go Patrick Cantley. Solid, solid. Not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, how can you bet against him? Right. Go Patrick Cantley. I have to, I have to, I just think that he's, but, they, but, did, but, did, but did you take him because he's a solid, he's got a solid short game. Did you take him because he's such a consistent ball strike? Both. I mean, I, I just think uh, personally speaking, I just think Cantley is on the door now to, to contend in a major, to win a major personally. I mean, right. you and I, uh, honestly, my, my top two picks were Patrick Cantley or Victor Hovland. I think either one of them could win it, to be honest with you. You haven't even mentioned Victor, obviously. You know what I mean? And I think I mean, Victor Hovland could win. I, I, again, I don't know if I like him at the Masters this year. I like him more at the PGA or the U.S. Open or even the or, for, or the British Open, excuse me. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be so tough. I, I would love to see Victor Hovland win a major this year. I do. I, I think he's a phenomenal player. I just don't know if he's ready yet. I think he has to contend for a year, and then he'll be at that caliber. But with Cantlay, it's different because he's already had a Ryder Cup experience. He knows the pressure – I mean, he blew out John Rahm on a Sunday. You know what I mean? In, in the Ryder Cup. He has that pressure. I think he's ready for it. So, wow, I didn't even think about Victor. And Victor's our boy. And Victor's <laughs> our boy, exactly. Oh, oh wait a minute. We, 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 we forgot. Um, Andrew at Southern Pines. Let me get my pen. He's going to say, he said Morikawa at Augusta. So, he's going to say JT at Southern Pines. All right. So, we wrote that in. So, that means then at Brookline, it would be back to Morikawa, right? Yeah, you can throw that on there. Or speed. I mean, yeah, so we, we got to keep the alternating. Okay, so let's go across. Obviously, it's historic. We're at the Brookline. Historically, we're now over at St. Andrews. I mean, home of golf. Last played there in 2015. And here's here's where I'm going to shock you. Okay, so because when you think of a, when you think of St. Andrews, okay, I think of I think of obviously like Tiger. I think of, um, uh, I believe John Daly won it, it won there at St. Yes, he broke a, the big putt from coming up through Swilk. And, and, uh, but the last champion there in 2015 wasn't a bomber at all. Matter of fact, nobody in the, in, it was Mark Leishman and Louis Oosthuizen losing to Zach Johnson. And the time before that in 2010, it was Louis Oosthuizen winning at, St. Andrews. So these are guys that are not bombers. These are tacticians yeah. working their way around the old course. Yep. My pick this year, and now that you know, now that you've reminded me of, of I'm going to throw out two names. Actually, I can't just pick one. I, I'm, I'm going to say Victor Hovland. But this is where I said Shoffley was going to get it done. Oh, that's a t- that's a good pick. If I'm being honest with you, I th- I think Shuffler can do it. Um, God, this one's tough. I I have a few names in my head that I thought of. I thought of Spieth. I thought of Rory. Um, you know, I thought of DJ. Haven't even mentioned DJ yet at all, at all. You know what I mean? How crazy is this? Dude, seriously, how crazy? I, we, didn't even, we didn't even mention DJ at Augusta. I know. You know, those aren't my picks though. I have to go with somebody who's a phenomenal, um, you know, short game player again at St. Andrews, because we all know Lynx golf. If you missed it, if you missed the green, you got to get up and down. 
I gotta go with the Spaniard. I gotta go with John Rahm at the British. I mean, Christian, that's not how can he's world number one and he's clearly the top player right now. I I agree again, though, but you can go with other players that have won there already. I mean, hell, you can go with Colin Morikawa. He's won there. How about a name like, I don't know, Louis Oosthuizen, who always seems to contend in a major but can't close it out. So so here's a question for you. So, and I know you you despise the guy, okay? Um, But take Bryson, right? No. So not even on anybody's radar for any of these conversations. No. I think he tries to make the courses too short. Right. You know what I mean? You can't make Augusta shorter than it already is. You can't take the lines. Yeah, it's, par, it's par 68, isn't it? Like we were saying. You know, there's a few holes that you can bomb it down there if you want. Like number nine, you can go driver foot pledge if you want. But number nine is not an easy foot pledge in because you can't control the spin as much as you want to from that right. short distance. Do you know what I mean? So I, I don't think that he can just make golf courses shorter, personally. Um you know, so it's. Well, I, re- I remember. I remember our interview. We had Chip Beck on, who you know, obviously this goes back a number of years. You mentioned number nine, and I remember him distinctly. I mean, he 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 in great detail talked about how he kept throwing it on that green and spinning it back down the hill and spinning it back down the hill. And he remembers a story that Hogan tells. That's the beauty of Augusta, by the way. Everybody knows every inch of that. And he remembers when the pins on the left side, you hit it actually over the left bunker, and it spins back. And he was like, sure as shit. He still can spin it off the front. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I I, look, I I do like, I don't like Bryson personally. I mean, everybody knows that listens to the show. Um, And if Bryson listens to it, sorry, but not sorry at the end of the day. Um, I just think that, you know, there's a lot that people don't like about him. Obviously, I think he's trying to change the game. And if it works for him, great. If it not, then I don't really care. You know what I mean? I just don't think you can make golf courses shorter. He did it at the U.S. Open. I get it. He won it. It was a great event by him. I won't take anything away from that. But you can't make, like, for example, you can't make a British Open golf course shorter than it is. Right? You can't. Right. You just can't do it. I just don't think Bryson's consistent enough to actually win. Uh, I mean, hell, I would love to see Bryson, you know, miss the cut in every event this year but like that's not going to happen do you know what i mean like it's just it, it is what it is but i i don't know if these co- courses this year especially set up for his caliber personally so let me ask you one other question then we, we both mentioned you you t- you you took brooksy and uh, at augusta who'd you take at, at uh, southern hills again uh, i took xander shoffley xander that's it okay so here's the question for you because we all know the famous the famous Brooks analysis of how to win a major that half, you know, he, he figures it down to like 20 guys is all he has to ultimately be. Yeah. Is, is the number 20 anymore? Can you honestly make that statement? You can maybe make that statement five, five, six years ago when Brooks was kind of starting to emerge as a, such a dominant force in the major, we just rattled off seven, eight guys. And we didn't even touch former world number ones, DJ, like we talked about, we didn't mention Hovland. We didn't mention, you know, we didn't. It, there's, there's guys. I mean, there's, there's a lot of depth right now. And you'll always have a guy in a tournament like a Masters, British Open, that are like, you know, five hundred to one to win. You know what I mean? Like they just, they have a phenomenal week where they post like minus ten or whatever the number is at the at the time. But I, I no, I don't think that's too far off. I, I would say between twenty and thirty people you're playing against. Personally, yep. I mean, you're playing, take the PGA, for example, or take the U S open, you're playing against hundred plus players all across the world. Right. You can shoot yourself in the foot after day one. 
if you have a, if you have a good day after round one, I mean, you're right in it. So I don't think that's too far off personally for Brooksy to come out and say that today. All right. So let's recap here, folks, for everybody that's listening. Augusta National, Christian's got Brooks. I've got Rory. Uh, PGA Southern Hills, he's got a Xander. I've got Brooksy. You've got Patrick Canley. I've got Colin Morikawa. Uh, you got John Rahm. I got Hovland. I'm going to put money on it. I'm not going to lie. I'm putting money on him right now. Um, and we forgot to, we forgot Andrew goes uh, Morikawa JT, Morikawa JT. I love it. <laughs> All right. So anyway, hey, that's our fun. That's our predictions. I am going to throw a couple of dollars on it because I have confidence my boys are coming through. Um, they may not pay off 30 to one, but who knows? Christian, we are coming down the, the final stretch here. Uh, 18th hole, what you got? Yeah, I mean, uh, happy to be back first and foremost. We hope that everybody had a great, healthy and safe new year. Um, you know, but now we're, we're back on the grind, you know, like Alan alluded to, we got a big announcement coming up, you know, very, very soon for you guys. Um, it's going to be for the better. I think truthfully, um, it's going to be a lot more good content coming out. It's going to be a lot more laughs, a lot more jokes and, um, going to be a lot more special guests coming on here in 2022. I'm, 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 yeah, there can't be any more jokes than Andrew's putting stroke. Yeah, exactly. I'm pumped up. I know Alan's pumped up and, um, I know Andrew's pumped up. I know he hasn't been here lately, but, uh, I have talked to him off, off air. And uh, he's, he's jacked up too. So we're all excited. We're here to give you guys some great content. We're here to make you guys laugh and possibly make you guys better golfers if that's the case. Um, you know, I, I say it all the time for you guys. We, you know, we, we can't, you know, we can't emphasize it enough. Please follow us on social media. Please like our posts. Please share our posts with people, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know, we do this stuff for you guys, right? We want to create great content for you. And if we can create great content, anything we can do to get better, um, please let us know in the comments, please let us know, you know, email us, you know, DM us, any, anything you guys want to do to interact with us. We'd love, we'd love that. Um, yeah. I mean, have a great week. You know, we'll talk to you guys here next week and um, Alan, over to you. My final thoughts are continue to support our good friends. Yips official CBD of golf talk live in the 19th hole. Perfect practice putting mat. I'm looking at one sitting right here in front of me. It is legit. You can take it anywhere. Uh, and obviously our good friends over at Greenskeeper and the uh, Survivor Golf Tee, which is the official golf tee of Golf Talk Live in the 19th Hole podcast. And I can legitimately say that will definitely be in my bag when I visit Lake Nona. Just want to throw a little more plug in there when I'll be basking in the sunshine in, in about uh, eight days. So mm -hmm. until then, Christian, when I will be hitting it long and straight and more than likely short and crooked, <laughs> good day sir <laughs> my line yeah, i did you only have one opportunity to sell your golf property shouldn't you partner with an expert that offers you 30 plus years of golf industry experience combined with the reach of a global leader in real estate Collier's International Golf Brokerage and Advisory Services understands your unique business needs. Whether it is brokerage, management, and consulting, be reassured that the market leader in the business of golf is providing you the real answers and practical solutions you deserve. Contact Golf Talk Live co-host and Collier's Golf Advisory Services member, Alan DePew, today at 717 554 8519. That's 717 